Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Show me the money! Call now at 615-844-5600. Alrighty then. Now, The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin. And a good Thursday afternoon to you, and yes, it is time for the McFarland Show here on WNSR. Yes, sir. What, what's going on? I guess I should have checked this before. Is everything okay over there? I don't know. We got. Are you having an equipment malfunction? I don't know. Do we need to page engineering? I don't think so. I don't know. People okay. Mess with this sucker. I don't know. We'll fix it. You're in the right. Darren and Justin here with you. Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio for the next two hours. Devlin is alongside. He is not a McFarlane. He is a cousin. He's a McKenzie. Yes. He'll be here as well. We are wide open today. We're going to sit back and we're going to talk. Yeah. It's the Thursday before the Super Bowl. Oh, boy. Vanderbilt had a little night of Memorial Magic. Ooh, did they ever. The NBA is losing their ever-loving mind with trades. Yeah, the hockey trade deadline is March 3rd, yes. yet it's starting to heat up. Okay. Blues just sent a big chip to the Rangers. We'll get into all that. Mm. Um, and we could even do, it's not a prerequisite. It's not something that you have to do. But we also could do a little bit of a State of the Union today on okay. our teams in this market. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, I mean, if you want to call in and give your State of the Union on the Minnesota Timberwolves, you know that's your favorite team. I sure. mean, we'll 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 do it. That's fine. Yeah. You, you'll do most of the talking. You will. We'll uh, and when we're done, we'll thank you for the call and and say you know, call us again. Carl Anthony Towns is good, but we're you know and we, hurt. We would good. prefer we stick to here locally. Yes. You know that would be nice because that's that's what we cover. But again, if you want to talk about the state of the union of the New Orleans Saints, I mean, you mm. you can. We'll. Follow up with a couple food choices in New Orleans, and mm-hmm. then we'll thank you for the call, and we'll move on. Who they? Not who that, but who they? Okay, help me with the whole New Orleans and Cincinnati. They they constantly squabble over that, right? Yeah. Now, there's a lot of different stories about who had it first. It, it is confusing, I will admit. Um, and whose I, is it? I believe it belongs to Cincinnati uh, first. Really? I think, uh, according to the story I heard. Actually- we have a Ohioan here who can probably help us with this. I believe it's Who Day in Cincinnati and Who Dat in New Orleans. I thought it was the other way around, but okay, who you would know better Cincinnati. than us. Who okay, Day, without a doubt, is Cincinnati. I've been in that stadium enough to know. Okay, so Who Day is Cincinnati, Cincinnati, and Who Dat, which I don't know what that means, but that's New Orleans because I heard Drew Brees say it. In Wait a minute, you don't video. know what th- it means? The same thing to Cincinnati. It's the same thing. What is Who Dat and Who Day are two different things. Yeah, I know they're two. I know they're spelled differently, but they mean exactly the same thing. But when you say Who Day, it's Who Day think gonna beat them Bengals. That's their thing. That's what they say. Yeah. In the stadium. Well, what is Who Dat? What does that mean? What do they say? Who that think go beat the Saints? Have you been to New Orleans? <laughs> no, <it's>, <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah okay. Hey, yeah, they, it's, yeah. they operate a little bit different. If you went there. to New Orleans, trust me, it would make perfect sense, okay? What, what I said is perfect. In other words, Devlin, Justin is saying that's Cajun for the same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's just Cajun. It's just Cajun. <laughs> when you go down there, when you go down, I can't wait for Devlin to go to New Orleans. <laughs> 
And, you know, and no, this, that's probably a bad idea. No, 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 no. He needs to go. Uh, you know, will listen, he make it back, though? Yeah, yes. He'll, well, he needs to go with friends. He can't go by himself. <laughs> no, no. But he needs to go with people that he trusts in his life. Uh, you know, it, if you, for those of you who may be in your 20s and single, if you have not been to New Orleans. Oh, and Bourbon Street. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's, it's something you've never seen. It's it's absolutely incredible. I know you don't understand this. You're a young whippersnapper because I know I can give you from experience. It's going to taste so good. It's going to taste so good when it hits your lips, to quote Will Ferrell. And you're like, man, I can drink these all night, these fruity drinks. Don't do it. Uh, don't do it. The hand grenades. What are the they? Hur- the hurricanes. hurricanes. Yeah, don't, don't do it. You, you drink one. And you say, "Boy, we'll save another one for tomorrow night," because you start you start doubling up, tripling up those hurricanes, and they're everywhere too. Your, your People life will hand them to you. Your life is going to become a hurricane. It will. <laughs> I think I'll stay away. Well, I mean, I'm not saying stay away. You can have one, but you're going to be like, "Wow, what's the big deal about these things, man? These are crazy. It's it's it's, it's just like a slushy. It's an icy. What's the big deal? Oh yeah, you don't think it's touching you? This is like this is." Yeah. It's harmless. Yeah. And then yeah. when you're laying on the street corner and someone's standing over you peeing on the other side and if you're you've lucky. got and your tongue is like stuck to your nose and you're like, What happened? What where did the last four hours go? It's be like Devlin, you had four hurricanes. Whew. And then you're like, Where are we? Is this Cincinnati? No. 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 This is an no. awful sales No, pitch, Toto. Right? Yeah, it's New Orleans. No, it's New Orleans. <laughs> You're a long ways away from home. He said this is an awful sales pitch. <laughs> it, there are positive sides, but no, you, you know, should it, experience it. It's not New Orleans or something else. This is but, the way I feel about New Orleans. You may feel different, yes. Justin. Three days is really all you need. Really, yeah, it's oh like boy. three days and bounce. Oh. Like get out. And one of those days is sleeping. Yeah, th- <laughs> like three days is the max. Like that's that's all you need. Just three days and get out. Yeah, and you really, for me, a flat weekend is fine. <laughs> you know, if honestly, you know, two days is good. You know, you do a night or night and a half, man. You get out of there because it, it's it's a lot. It's it's sensory overload. Depending on, it also depends on when you go too. You know, if you go for the actual Mardi Gras for Fat Tuesday or for just, a, you know, the Sugar Bowl or I went for New Year's Eve one year, you know, it, it's it's different, different times of year. It's not yeah. the same exact experience each time. Yeah, um, I went there for a national championship game and it was nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and then you see, have you had after, this? After the game? Oh, man. Oh. But then you see the video. You've seen the video of Fat Tuesday down there. And oh, yeah. It, it, it looks even more insane than you know than the time you were there because I'm like this is the most insane they can get almost anywhere down here. Uh, I mean that that is it's really it's really something else there. So yeah, who, going back all the way back, yeah, who you say it's who that who that who dat who, who day in Cincinnati who, who day? day and who dat and who yes, dat yeah, that makes more that makes sense. Actually. But we still haven't just, we have not come to the conclusion who really has ownership. I no, I don't know who has ownership. I'm just going with the older franchise. I believe the Bengals are older than the Saints by a little bit, and that's why I'm going. I've got to feel like they're like right there. I think they're very close, but I believe the Bengals are slightly older than the Saints. The Who Day chant started in 1981, and the Who Dat chant started in 1983 in New Orleans. 
Huh. Mm. And when did they – let's look up when they both came in. I, I swear, I bet they're like right there together. Pretty I, you know, close. I, I bet the years are pretty close, um, but it's it's – I believe the Bengals are slightly older. So the Bengals are 67, and your New Orleans Saints uh, tells me they are they're the same year. Uh-huh. You got me. Yep. 1967. They came uh-huh. in. They came in together. Man. All right. So there. There's that. Okay. I don't know what we accomplished, but we had fun. Trying to get there to the end. Well, thinking about New Orleans is always entertaining. It is. It gives me a headache just thinking about it. Yes, I can't go back, but it's fine. <laughs> I've got the memory. But going back, no, I'm good. I, honestly, <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody who loves New Orleans. If I never go back, oh, I'll I love be it too. Fine. It's fantastic. But, fine. you know, I'm good. I've like, seen I'll it. Sleep I'm, just I've, gone, fine. I've been through it. I've been through it. I'm good. I will sleep just fine. Did it a couple times. I'm straight. I've done it. Yeah, four or five times. I'm, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm way good. But I'm glad I went, though. Yeah. I'm glad yeah, I went. No reg- Well, I, I kind of have some regrets. Well, yeah. But, I mean, not really. I'm glad I, I'm glad I did. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's really crazy. Yeah, great food. <laughs> oh, yes, the food. The food yes, is great. The food is the most memorable part. Uh, we talked about it this week several times. We had Kevin Ingram on uh, yesterday. And, wow, we were talking about how big this could be if Vanderbilt could find a way to win this game. And they did. And they did. What a heck of a win. Mm. What a win yes. for Vanderbilt. It's it's much needed. And you can tell just by the celebration after the game how much yep. this was needed by this basketball team and how much Jerry Stackhouse – really needed to get this win uh, for himself and for the team. I mean, you're talking about a confidence builder. This does it. It really does. Uh, They made the plays they needed to make at the critical portions of the game and got it done Uh, because there were parts where I thought Tennessee was going to pull away at any second, and they just never did. And Vandy hung around, gave themselves a chance, and did it. Drained it at the buzzer and did it. They did. Heck of a win for Jerry Stackhouse. He was going to join us today, but unfortunately, they are on the. They're not celebrating right now. They're they're working. Well, they're practicing. They're still five hundred. I mean, I mean, it's good to get the win. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, you didn't get you don't get a banner for that one. Well, <laughs> in all seriousness, though, is this the best win? For Jerry Stackhouse, yes, he's been the coach? Yeah. I would believe so. I yes, I, I don't think there's really. I don't think there's any doubt. No, no, no. This is it. This, no, this, this was his best win. Oh yeah, as no. the coach of Vanderbilt and snapping the streak. Yeah, you know you haven't beat them in eleven games. Yeah, no, you know you needed to you needed to beat them. So you need to beat them just for your program's sake. I mean, you need to beat if you're Vanderbilt in basketball, you need to beat Tennessee. You have to beat them all the time, but you need to be competitive with them. And eleven straight is not competitive. You know, it's just not. It's not competitive. No, you got to beat them every once in a while. And, and this was much needed for for recruiting, for the way people feel about the program, for everything. You need to be able to beat them occasionally. Uh, and you know what happened last night was was wonderful for that entire for the school, for the team, for everybody, for everybody connected with Vanderbilt Athletics. Last night was outstanding. And Tennessee, you know, 
at the end of the day, this is this is just a bump in the road for them. Well, no, is it though? Why? What? What? What happened? Well, I mean, I, I'm not going to surprise you with any of this. You you know the you know the storyline we've been talking about. I mean, come on. Yeah, but this loss doesn't put them out of the tournament or anything. No, it's not going to put them out of the tournament. You know, it, may, but it, it may cost them a seed here, depending on what happens here. They could slide a little bit. Could you make the case that right now they're not playing their best brand of basketball? Right no, no, now, they are today? not. No, no, clearly not. They got yeah. run out of the gym in, in Gainesville. Yeah, they lost by double digits. They tried everything, and they were horrible, but luckily for them, Auburn yeah. was worse in a, I mean, a first team to 40 wins. Yeah. And they won. Halftime score. So, <laughs> so kudos <laughs> Final to score, halftime score, won, yeah. And then they followed up with a loss, you know, Memorial Gym. I'm just saying, right now, this is not – No. Is, Justin, we're we're in, you know getting close to mid February. Yeah, so it's it's crunch time, man. No, they, regular season know, is starting to wind down. But they got time to turn it on, though. That's what I'm saying. Like this is not like they they're out of the tournament or something no, happened. Oh no, no, you I'm know not this, about this that. is not a disastrous loss for for the Vols. I'm talking about being playing your best brand of basketball at the at the right time, and the right time for them is cr- coming into town here. For the SEC tournament, yeah, yeah, and then on to the NCAA tournament because again, you know, you've heard me say this this entire season. Regular season, Rick, that's a real thing. Like yeah. just like Clemsoning was, and it drove Dabo Sweeney absolutely bonkers. Sure, and you could tell he desperately wanted to get rid of Clemsoning, and ever since they've been on this run for the last six, seven years, ain't nobody said Clemsoning, okay? <laughs> and so he's gotten rid of that. Regular season, Rick, is a real thing. And I think he's a tremendous basketball coach. I think he's a Hall of Fame basketball coach. Okay. I think he is is a good guy, a really good guy. But he's been at this for a long time, as you know. Yeah. And it's not really even an opinion anymore. It's just facts. Yeah. The facts are he's not fared well in the tournaments. Yeah. He's had really, really good teams over the years, a lot of good teams at Texas and at Tennessee. Yeah. And it hasn't one trip to the final four and that's it so that stigma's out there it's like clemsoning it's out there and the only way to get rid of it is for them to get on that run and this team is capable of doing it so i so i'm saying they need to make sure they're playing their best brand of basketball when they hit the tournament because they can't afford another you know, early exit from the tournament. They just can't. Well, they shouldn't get one. I mean, they, you know, but I think, again, last night, losing this game, even though it's a setback, I don't think it's, you know, it's it's the end of the world for the Volunteers, at least for another, you know, a couple weeks or so. As we get closer to the tournament, yeah, they, they need to pick up some more wins, and they just need to make sure they're they're ready to go. Now, do they need to win 10 in a row going into the tournament? I don't I don't think so. But, you know, do they need to find something that works for them and be able to execute that? Yeah, they do. And have they found that consistently? Well, clearly not. Yeah. So, you know, that, that's going to be the key for them uh, going into March here and going into the tournament here uh, where they could very well run into Vanderbilt again, um, you know, coming down the stretch here. So, I mean, this, this could be, a, I do think, a healthy Tennessee-Vanderbilt rivalry is good for all parties involved. I think it's, it's always good. I think it's good for Tennessee. I think it's good for Vanderbilt. 
to to build up a healthy rivalry, and and that's why I'm happy to see again is is some joy and some enthusiasm over on West End. Yeah, because right now, the only one that's been you know right now where they are today. It's a small sampling, but both programs, one's been really good for a really long time. The other one is now the one on the rise, right? It's the one that's been really good in this small little window. But now Tennessee and Vanderbilt in baseball is a big to-do. I mean, you oh, yeah. you can't get a ticket yeah, yeah. for that series, whether oh, yeah. it's here or there. You can't get a ticket for that series. No, no, you can't. I mean, but there's a lot of pride tied up there and a lot of feelings because, you know, Lord knows it's not going to be in the football But showdown. to your point, they so, need that in basketball. They do. And, and they've had it in the past. They, yeah. But they need that in basketball. They need – that ticket, I know it was a good crowd, but, you know, one, Tennessee's good, so there's a lot of Tennessee fans in the gym. But that needs to be a tough, tough ticket. Yeah. I mean, the atmosphere – and listen, nothing against the crowd last night there at, at Memorial, but I know what a packed Memorial sounds like, and that wasn't it last it's night. deafening. Yeah, that wasn't it last night. No. You know, I, I, I know the electricity. I know what that feels like. That was, I could, and I, I wasn't at the game. I could just on television. That wasn't it. It wasn't a mic issue. It was a people issue. It just wasn't there. So, nothing against the crowd. The crowd was fantastic, honestly. But, you know, still, it, it just didn't have the, I mean, it almost, it almost bowls you over <laughs> when it's really going. And it just hasn't really got going. But last night was a good start. Maybe it can get there again. Yep. We'll come back. We're wide open this hour. 615-844-5600. 844-5600 is how you can get in touch with us. We'll take it wherever you want to take it. We would like to ask if you've got a team, the team that you root for the most in this town, sitting here today on February the, what is it, 9th? Yes. How do you feel about your team, your franchise? How do you feel about them right now today? What's your... What's your concerns? What do you like? What do you what do you not like? All but right. you can also take it however you want. More of the McFarland Show coming up next here on WNSR. Ad paid for by Anthem Tax Services. Attention. If you or your business is behind in filing your tax returns or if you owe over $10,000 in back taxes to the IRS, please listen carefully. The IRS does not joke around and will not stop their collection efforts. If you're tired of the IRS letters, levies, liens, or wage garnishments and would like to get a fresh start, we can help. Due to the financial hardships in the country, the IRS is making it easier than ever to settle tax problems for those who owe more than $10,000. We can help settle your delinquent tax problems and all collections and may even reduce your back taxes significantly. Even if you can't afford to pay your back taxes, you can still get the help you need. We've helped thousands of taxpayers just like you, but you must call 800-240-4917 today to stop your tax problem from getting worse. The information is free and the help is real. Call 800-240-4917. That's 800-240-4917. Again, 800-240-4917. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. At HIMS, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. 
It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4hymns.com slash joy. That's 4hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. The Grizzlies are a fun team. They're a really good team. They're playing extremely well. The Grizzlies have a reputation of getting under a lot of people's skin because they are a cocky, mouthy team. They're good. They back it up. But somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to be the heel of the NBA. And probably right. they're the heel right, right. now. And I think, I think they enjoy that role. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Sports fans, in case you missed any part of the McFarland Show, log on to WNSR.com for all the McFarland Show replays and archives. McFarland Show, we're live at the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. We're also a visual. It's a radio show, but we're a visual. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, you can watch us every day. Darren and Justin here with you. Take your phone calls, 844-5600, whatever is on your mind. The NBA is losing their mind with all their trades. Lots going on. You got Westbrook, Russell Westbrook shipped out of L.A., Mm-hmm. D'Angelo Russell coming in. That was a big three-team trade. I don't, even, I don't even need to go through all that. What I'm getting at is, so you had the Mavs trade for Kyrie Irving. Yes. And now you've had this Laker trade. And now you've got Kevin Durant going to Phoenix. <laughs> and the NBA is giving away second-round picks like it is Halloween. Yes. Well, clearly they don't care about second. That just tells you how big of a joke second round picks are in the NBA. Yeah, they don't they don't care about that particular you know round in the draft. I mean because the whole thing has changed so much. You know, it's the one and done has come in, transfer report. The whole thing probably needs to be blown up at this point and redone. I don't know in what way. I don't know if we need to add rounds, take away rounds or or what needs to happen. But it's clear that the draft picks just don't mean as much as they used to anymore. Uh, and it's not even how teams are building now. 
Teams aren't even building. Teams are building doing exactly what they're doing now. The of reason course. why it's going crazy at the deadline is because trading players in the NBA, I believe, is basically how you're building teams now. Pretty much, you find a superstar, then maybe you draft around them a little bit. But uh, this is what, you know, uh, Eric Housetime was talking to us about a few weeks ago, is how little... NBA teams are building through the draft. They said, you know, it's like Denver and Utah and everybody else is kind of, you know, um, you know, trading themselves into play, essentially. Uh, And, you know, the NBA did fix one thing by keeping the superstar. The max deal thing has kept a lot of players in place. I'll give them that. John Morant getting the max deal, being able to stay in Memphis. Uh, Zach Levine got the max deal, being able to stay in Chicago. Uh, you know, a couple of you know, a couple of other players are able to get that max deal, so Lillard. they don't move. Dame Lillard max deal stays in Portland. If not, we were going to go full fantasy mode in the NBA, full out, and teams were just going to load up on you know three or four superstars at a time and go at it. Well, that's what they're they're still doing that. That's what. It's more controlled now. That's what the Phoenix Suns just did. Yeah, but they had to trade their way into it a little bit. They can't. They couldn't just sign their way into it. They had to trade their way into it now. Yeah. Versus guys just basically meeting over cocktails on a cruise ship and deciding to get together because that's what was happening before. Yeah, I don't know why anybody would buy an NBA jersey with a name on the back. <laughs> oh. The way they they move around teams, I. Don't you, you don't know if your favorite player is going to be there tomorrow, next no. week, you know, whatever. Especially the older they get, oh boy, you know, if Kevin Durant is going to keep moving around, and now they're just straight, they're straight ring chasing now. Well, for the for the Suns, this is ring or bust. Well, of course it is. If they don't win this game, if they don't win, this is just a failure. Straight but I, up, I hate it because what conference got really strong around all these trades? The West. What right? Who's been getting all the big name players? The Western the Conference. West. So yeah. it's going to hurt Memphis because they're not going to do anything. It's going to make it strong. And yeah, everybody's gonna, yeah. loading up in the West. Yeah. Phoenix, all of a sudden, for Memphis, has become a much bigger issue. Oh, Fe- look, Phoenix is behind them in the standings, but they're, I mean, they're gonna right surge. now, I yeah. mean, oh, yeah. no, they, they better be in the way. I, mean, I know Durant's room. been hurt, but he's going to be back for the playoffs, I would assume, right? He's going to be back. Oh, sure. You know, he'll be back here soon and. Uh, they're going to be the favorite, I uh, would think. Especially with Chris Paul. You don't think if, if Durant is in back, Chris Paul is going to be at his, you know, at wherever he's living at, dragging him out of the house. There's just no way. Kevin Durant's going to play, you know, games here because Chris Paul really, really wants this championship rank. Uh, and he's going to keep chasing it down. I mean, so no, we're, we're going we're gonna to find out here very quickly uh, who's going to do what. Um, but it looks like it's going to be another. And here's the other thing. LeBron, there in Los Angeles, because they, they didn't, they didn't do much, did they? They unloaded Durant, they unloaded Patrick Beverly, Beverly, the Durant, Lakers. Sorry, uh, yeah, the Lakers, not Durant. Uh, Westbrook, Russell Westbrook. They unloaded Westbrook. They unloaded Pat Beverly. So, uh, is this the Lakers waving the flag here no, at the season? I don't think so. Then what are they doing? I think they're trying to get better. I think. Okay. Maybe it's addition by subtraction. <laughs> I'm about to say, how are they doing that? Um, you know, it sounds like it's going to be a – when the teams around you add Kevin Durant, you know, what are you doing? You know, it's yeah, – I know you got LeBron, but, you know, you're going to need more than that uh, in this particular Western Conference. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. They it, got Mo Bamba in the, in the Beverly deal. So, okay. I mean, I, I'm just saying – 
I just hate it because the path looked, and I know this was probably the feelings before this long losing streak or how they've played here lately. Yeah. It's probably when after they had won 11 in a row. The path looked like it was going through Memphis. It really did. Oh, yeah, for a little while there. For yeah. a while, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I don't, looking around today with everything that's happened, yeah, yeah. not so much. No, the path looks like it's going through the desert now. Yeah. Now you have to go out there to, to Phoenix and win a few games. Um, but that's okay. And to be honest, Luka and Kyrie, uh, they're going to struggle defensively, but they're going to score a whole lot of points. You think they are. They've got to find a way for ball distribution and flow and for, you know, they've got to figure that out. I'm not confident that that's going to go as far as some people might think, you know, myself. Um, they, they've got to find a way for, for both players to be at their best somehow, and I don't know how they do that with those two. Those are two ball-dominant guys, um, and I, I'm not sure how you – you can only play with one basketball at a time unless they've changed that. It's still one ball at a time, right? Okay, so yep. so that means things are gonna things are gonna bottleneck at some point with them. Somebody's gotta take the shot. Who's taking the last shot with with them two? Looks like the St. Louis Blues have also uh, waved the white flag on the season, and they are trading Tarasenko to the Rangers. So they're going to get a first round pick in this upcoming draft. They're going to get a fourth round pick. Mm. They got a couple prospects. And they retain 50% of Tarasenko's salary. The Rangers get Vladimir Tarasenko and Nico McCola. Okay. So the Rangers loaded up. The Blues shedding. Good news for the Preds. Uh, it would yeah, make- I kind of felt like the Blues, though, were fading. Like I, I think we were getting close to kind of pushing them yeah. aside. Like they're done. They're done. Yeah, that's what it started to feel like. Okay. Well, at least, you know, maybe a less competitive game next time uh, that the Preds match up with the Blues here uh, among the 30-something games they have uh, left to go here. So so good news for them. No moves by the Preds so far, but they've got a few more weeks to go. But all the tea leaves uh, have read that the Preds are really not going to make a major move here. Uh, according to what you have been saying all along and the contract situations they've got, it would seem they're not going to make a major move here. It doesn't feel that way, no. Okay. Well, it doesn't. So, then but they roll still, what they got. There's still more time. It's February 9th, and things can change there. Nate tweets at us and said, is there any more new news on the Titans stadium? Um, the answer is no, Nate. And, and here's what's going on currently. Uh, back, before the, uh, back in December, the city council passed a – what's called a term sheet for all of our attorneys who are listening. You guys will know what that is. Uh, basically, a term sheet is a basic agreement that the parties have, but it's not finalized because there's not a lot of details. What they're doing right now is turning that term sheet into 75 different contracts or more, 75 different physical contracts that need to be agreed to and signed between the city of Nashville and the Tennessee Titans. They're going to create this brand new stadium. So basically the legal work is going on. So we're going to start hearing more about these contracts. They're going to start rolling them out coming up in March, they believe. March and April, they'll start rolling the contracts out. They are hoping we can just fast forward through all the minutiae by uh, September. They're hoping to have the final deal in place, ready to vote on and go. So, so no, Nate, no, no new movement happening here. Uh, just right now, the, the legal guys are hard at work creating the paperwork. 
it feels more and more every day that 2026 seems like a stretch. Don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think so. But, but Darren, there's a new reason why 2026 is probably not going to happen as far as a new stadium being done for the Titans. And it's something that I have not brought to this audience, but something you want to know about. And it's warning you now, it's not sports related, but I'll be very brief. There is a building, a very important building, Darren, very close to Nissan Stadium. It's a red brick building. Criminal justice or what is it? It's the youth Juvenile that is correct. Center, right? The juvenile justice center. Yeah. That had was that was there before Nissan Stadium yeah. was there. Ironically enough, and it's falling apart. By the way, it's bad. It's really bad. So it's really bad. Uh, it was too small almost a year after they moved into it. It was. It's been too small from the beginning. Um, so they're making preparations to build what's being called uh, the Nashville Youth Empowerment Campus. Uh, it's going to be located over off Brick Church Pike. Is where they're going to put that. Their estimate is they won't be ready to move into there until 2026. Can I ask you something? Why yeah. Why in the world are they still in that building? Well, because... They, they could have moved 10 years ago. No, they couldn't have because the city was broke 10 years ago. They couldn't afford it. Um, they couldn't afford what they needed to do in order to build the campus that they actually need. And they didn't want to create a short-term solution. They wanted to build something that was going to be good for the long term. And then they had to find the right property because you have to be convenient to downtown to the regular courthouse. Yeah. So that piece of property isn't always, you know, readily available. So they finally have found the property that they want. And what this means for Titans fans, you know, for this particular audience, excuse me, as I come out of news mode here, what this means for for Titans fans is that I find it difficult to believe that the Titans are going to move into a dome while the Juvenile Justice Center is sitting there. I don't believe that. They're going to have to come out of there in order for that land to be used, and they can't use it until they come out of there. Mm. So they're saying 2026 before they'll be ready to move. Now, they haven't given a month exactly. Why would it take so long to build that? Okay, so... <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we, yeah, no, that's fine, we open up this door. That's so. fine, that's fine, that's fine. So they're going through design phase right now. They're going through uh, designing, architecture, all that stuff. You have to make the plans. Oh, you could have just said minutia and we could have moved on. It's minutia. Okay. It is. All right. You got to sit down, you got to figure out exactly what you want. got to design that, price that out, and, you know, and, and away we go. So, yeah, it's, it's going to take a while. So that, that's where we are. But no, no one, nothing's going to go there, I don't think. Now, the city hasn't said this. This is, this is just the McFarland yeah, talking. It makes sense. Though. I don't believe anything is, is the Titans are going to move to a brand new dome stadium while the Juvenile Justice Center is sitting there. Yeah. They, uh, they go hand in hand. Now, that makes sense. It the, really does. Yeah. Like, there's no way that building will exist when they move into their new home. You wouldn't think so. No. You know, that's and and you know it, it's it's the first question I asked to the, to the mayor uh, a few months ago. I was like, "Okay, you want to do all this stuff? Yeah, how are you going to do it with the juvenile justice center?" I said, "Oh, uh, yeah, we're going to have to move that." Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. Where are you moving it to? And so, but I already knew that domino was a big one as far as needing to fall in order for the rest of this to come together. Um, because, you know, th there's no design anywhere that has a juvenile justice center or a juvenile prison, juvenile jail, next to a multi-billion dollar football stadium. Like, wh where did they do that? <laughs> so, no, that thing's got to move. <laughs> and so when that thing moves, the Titans can move along with it. 
All right, we'll come back. We'll continue the discussion. By the way, Super Bowl is on Sunday. We can break down that. There's a couple prop bets that maybe uh, I have some interest in that I'm maybe willing to pass along as well. I, I think there's a couple of things that intrigue me a okay. lot. Right. I'll tell you about that. And more, 615-844-5600. You're listening to The McFarland Show here on Nashville Sports Radio. Hey, you know it's a leap year, right? No, the next leap year isn't until 2024. Nope, it's this year. I can prove it. Here, play this new instant game from the Tennessee Lottery. Uh, okay. <laughs> Woohoo! I won! See what you did there? I jumped up and down? No. That was a leap. Don't miss your chance to jump for joy this February with our newest instant games. You could win up to $5 million. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. And now, some big news from WINN. The new February instant games from the Tennessee Lottery have arrived. Now, for some bigger news, there are four new exciting games to choose from. And now, for our biggest news yet... You could win a top prize of $5 million. Make a break for fun today with February Instant Games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they've probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with GEICO or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with GEICO. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get A5 Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Your exclusive National Sports Radio WNSR Skyscan forecast. We have a wind advisory until noon. For today, clouds and a couple of showers giving way to sunshine. The high temperature is 64 early. Temperatures fall back into the 50s. Winds gusting to 45 miles per hour. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio WNSR. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Every weekday afternoon, 2 to 4, live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio, it's the McFarlane Show. It's Darren. It's Justin. It's 50 years of Nashville Sports Radio coverage. A show that's genuine. It's real. It's fun. It's passionate. We welcome your phone calls, and we mean it. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. 
You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. Super Bowl just around the corner. It's on Sunday. In Phoenix. Well, really Glendale. Glendale. Glendale, Arizona. Been there. Been there, done that. Have covered Super Bowls. Well, just one. One Super Bowl there. Patriots-Giants, I believe. 07, is that right? Patriots-Giants, yes, that would be 07. I was out there covering that in the Glendale slash Phoenix slash Tempe slash Scottsdale. I mean, that whole area is very vast. <laughs> it's a lot of traveling around. Um, <laughs> Said the whole area is very vast. Yeah, and they it's interesting. They, they wanted to build up, you know, the and they have – Glendale, but I don't think they've really, it's ever really turned into what they maybe envisioned. What do you mean by that? Well, because the arena is there and the football stadium is there. And it, I'm sorry, I don't know the new, is it was, is it State Farm? Is it The, uh, the football stadium? It was Phoenix University. For so, I don't yeah. know the name, of, the name of, where the Cardinals play. They keep changing it. Yeah, it's State keep, Farm currently. Is it State Farm? It's okay. State Farm I stadium. I said State Farm. Okay. Yeah. And I just don't think, because now the Coyotes have moved out of the arena. Right? Yes. So they're not there. And I just, that area, it's weird. You know this. For so long, the trend was building outside of downtown, right? Yeah. Like Detroit yeah. had the Pontiac Silverdome. Yes, in Pontiac, Michigan. In Pontiac, Michigan. That's <laughs> yeah. not downtown Detroit. It is certainly not. The Pistons played at Auburn Hills yes, at the Palace. At the Palace. That's not downtown Detroit. It is not. Cleveland Cavaliers played at the Richfield Coliseum. Yes, in Richfield, Ohio. That's not downtown It Cleveland. is not. And that could keep going on and on. Yes, but you can. Everybody gets the point. Glendale was that same. But everything has changed now. Now everybody's come back to we need it down. And it makes sense. I yeah. get it. I understand back then. But now it's about building up around. It's like building your own little community. And that's what the Titans are going to try to do. With this new stadium, right? Yes. They're going to try to build around it, make it. The East Bank is the name yeah. of the, is the name of the neighborhood where the stadium is going to go. Like if anybody went to Turner Field and you went to a Braves game, there was nothing to do afterwards. You walked to your car and you left. Yes. Okay. And today's trend is if you don't want to go home right away, you can go walk and stop and, you know, look at the yeah. sounds. You can come out of First Horizon and walk literally across the street and right into a bar slash restaurant. Absolutely. And multiple, too. Not just one. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> like quite a few. Right. You've got all these options. Like, okay, I'll just stick around for a while. It's a yeah. Friday night Hang or whatever. Out. It's a Saturday night. Yeah. I'll go grab a bite to eat, go get a drink. Yeah. And I'll just walk across the street. Yeah. And if you really like it, there's condos for sale where you can never have to leave ever. <laughs> just stay all the time. That's right. And so- Glendale is way out there. It's not in downtown Phoenix. Okay. Radio Row, when I was there, was in Phoenix. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of shuttling, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's a big campus. That wasn't fun. I also got deathly sick there. Yeah. Got food poisoning. Well, I can tell you this. that about shut down. I thought I was going to die in Arizona. That was bad. (laughs) Well, that is bad. Um. When the SEC basketball tournament was looking for a place to call home, essentially, looking for a long-term deal, they were looking at three different locations, Nashville, Atlanta, and Tampa, 
with the three places it was looking at. They ultimately chose Nashville for the multi-year deal. The biggest reason they chose Nashville, and this is according to uh, the unnamed person at the SEC, I'd rather not put it out there, but they, you know, they just said it was the walkability, period. The fans loved the ability to walk from the hotel to the arena to the bars or restaurants, back to the room, and not have to fool around with parking, not have to pay for parking, not have to sit in traffic. They loved the walkability. You and I both know, down in Atlanta, at that you know facility, you're not walking to much of anything really quickly. No. Everything is really far if you're walking. And then getting back to your car is a long walk. And then sitting in the traffic is a process as well. And so it makes for a less enjoyable experience than you can walking right outside of Bridgestone Arena and then walking into whatever restaurant, whatever, you want. whatever, whatever hotel bar, whatever restaurant, whatever dive bar, whatever you are looking for is there. And that is what fans overwhelmingly voted for, which is why they signed the long-term deal to be here. So what you're talking about in creating this campus atmosphere is a big, big deal. Um, which is what a lot of people are trying to create. It's what the Bears are trying to create up there in Arlington Heights, and they are moving out of downtown. But the the deal with the Bears is they weren't really able to take advantage of being downtown anyway because of their location and because of you know the weather and so many other things. So it will behoove them to go ahead and move and create their own campus outside of downtown Chicago, which is what they're going to do up there in Arlington Heights, where they're going to bring in the Final Four and everything else, and they're going to show the skyline of Chicago, but where they're going to be is in Arlington Heights, uh, 45 minutes to the north and west of, of downtown. So, yeah, the campus atmosphere is where it's at. That That is the next generation here. And if you don't create that, you're missing out, Yeah, uh, it would seem. What, and that's what the Braves have now. Right. And yes, with you know Truist Field and with, yeah. with, with the batteries, the what batteries. they call it. Yeah. Just, I mean, it's tremendous. Yeah. That's that's what you're trying to. That's what everybody's trying to create now. Yeah. And quite honestly, hopefully, if a, if a major league baseball team comes here, hopefully they'll create the same thing. Hopefully. Well, I don't know. We'll 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 see I mean, on that. I mean, that that's you know, and we can get into that. Listen, that that's a. The did you see this? The MLB and you haven't seen this. The realignment. Um, proposal that several fans th- there's an article that came out if I can find it here there's an article that came out that talked about Major League Baseball uh, going to 32 teams and when it does what the new divisions in MLB are going to look like now in the articles I saw they gave the two expansion teams to Nashville and Charlotte hmm. those were the two cities that got the uh, MLB uh, expansion teams in their scenario. There was another scenario that gave it to, here it is right here in The Athletic from two days ago. Um, and they also gave it, and Darren, I'm going to send it to you so you can see what I'm seeing here. Um, but they gave it to uh, Nashville and Atlanta, not Nashville, uh, Nashville and Charlotte. And there was another proposal that had Portland in there. I was going to say, Portland seems like a little bit more leader in the clubhouse than Charlotte, doesn't it? I feel like no. I don't. I don't know. That's that's tough to say. They're both in a pretty decent gap there. Um, I don't know. I need to look at a little bit closer. I'm not sure, but they they put the Nashville expansion team 
and uh, what would be a new Southeast division with the Braves, the Marlins, and the Tampa Rays all in the same division there. Uh, and they put Charlotte in the division when the mid- Mid-Atlantic division with the Orioles, Charlotte, the Pirates, and Washington. <laughs> Not an attractive division. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm just saying, this is this is what they have put out there. This is according to the uh, the athletic here, um, and uh, Jim Jim Bowden here. Uh, apparently, he's an MLB analyst here. He wrote this. He put this out here uh, that this is what would happen. So, you know, and I'm if if Nashville ends up in a conference or in a division with the Atlanta Braves, um, you know, you got a lot of allegiance there. They're going to be broken all oh, of a yeah. sudden uh, and put on the line as they now become division rivals. And isn't that interesting to think about? Well, it'll be like the the Predators and the Red Wings in the same division, the early days. Yeah. Because of all the people that moved here from General Motors, right, to come down here and work. Yeah. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people that, that moved here from Detroit. And so that's why there was this big influx for Red, you know, pre, you know how do you think Red Wings? How do you think all yeah. that was? I mean, yeah. It was a huge deal. So they probably have the same type of feel. Now, the other thing they did that was interesting is they put the Cubs and the White Sox in the same division. Interesting. And the Mets and the Yankees mm, yeah. in the same division. Hmm. So just just something to chew on that for a little bit. Okay. All right, we'll come back. We'll wrap up the first hour of the McFarland Show, and we will do that next. Grizz Nation. Make some big Memphis noise, and don't miss your Grizzlies this Friday at 7 as they battle the Minnesota Timberwolves for their annual HBCU night celebrating Black History Month. Presented by Pinnacle Financial Partners. Arrive early as the first 5,000 fans will receive a Grizzlies scarf. Get hyped. Get ready for a star-studded show. And secure your tickets by calling 901-888-HOO or shop online at grizzlies.com. From Middle Tennessee's home for the Memphis Grizzlies, Nashville Sports Radio. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic is happening on March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. And this year, it's a doubleheader. For nearly a decade, the City of Columbia Parks and Rec Department has showcased the most highly attended women's college softball matchups in the state. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic kicks off their doubleheader at 1 p.m. with the Bucks from Motlow State taking on the Chargers of Columbia State. Then at 5.30, the Austin B. Lady Gubs battle the Lady Balls of the University of Tennessee. Tickets to the Six annual Mid-State Classics are only 10 bucks and are on sale now. Motlow State versus Columbia State. Austin P versus Tennessee. Wednesday, March 15th, starting at 1.30 at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. For tickets and information to the six annual Mid-State Classic, log on to ColumbiaTN.com slash Mid-State Classic or call 931-388-8119. That's 931-388-8119. The six annual Mid-State Classic. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19. 
those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit GiveWestwood.org. GiveWestwood.org. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. Give the show a couple of weeks. You're not going to like it. Nobody likes this show the first time they heard it. My wife hated the show. I married her. Give it two weeks. If after two weeks you can honestly say to me, you know what? I listened to every day for two weeks, and the truth is I hate you more now than I did the first day. Then I'm going to be man enough to say to you, you know what? You probably aren't that smart. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. The McFarland Show, streaming live from inside the Strike and Spare studios. Here's Darren and Justin. Had a good time last night at Nash Vegas. It's a fun event. Bridgestone Arena. Okay. Also hosted Smashville Live. Uh, Colton Sissons and Tanner Janot stopped by. Head coach John Hines as well. It's a really cool event. Obviously raising money. It's for a great cause. A lot of money raised for the Predators Foundation, but it's an event they haven't had to they haven't had in since 2019. Wow, you yeah, know, because of COVID the and pandemic. Everything. Sure, yeah. sure. So, um, been a while. It's a it's a tremendous. It's a fun night. You know, you get play money, and uh, you can go gamble and mingle. And there's a lot of uh, restaurants and stuff that provide food. And, yeah. You know, so a lot of silent auction items. So a lot of fun last night. Sounds like it. Uh, I know the Predators Foundation benefits a lot of different things uh, over the course of the years. So uh, always seems to be, you know, right there when something is needed at the Predators Foundation, I have found has uh, been very responsive to, to a lot of different needs out there. So um, I, I'm glad everybody had a good time. It certainly sounds like a fun night. Yep. And they will head to Philadelphia tomorrow mm-hmm. and they'll take on the Flyers on Saturday morning here, eleven yes. thirty start. I told John Hines, I was like, you might want to be prepared for a lot of Eagles jerseys mm-hmm. in the arena instead of Flyers jerseys. Yes, and they and should leave like, when the game is over. Yeah, and that, that's exactly right. <laughs> and you might want to get out of Dodge. Just, just go you ahead. and You don't leave. want to be there on no, Sunday. No, just go ahead and leave. You don't want to be there on Sunday uh, because I I keep going back and forth on how I feel about this game. I really do. Mm, And I've said it all week. I just – I think we're in for a treat. I think we're going to get a really good game. We deserve a really good game. We got a clunker for the national championship in football. Yeah. College football was an absolute dud. And I think we're we're in for a treat. I, I, I can't imagine this game being a dud. I just can't. I just cannot fathom it being – well, unless I guess Mahomes leaves in the first series with his ankle. Yeah, I mean – I mean, it's kind of like the San Francisco – I mean, if the quarterback leaves in the first quarter, then yeah, okay. It turns into a dud. Yeah, he got a dud. I got it. But if everybody's upright and everybody – you know, if everybody's playing at the end, I think there's a chance it's going to be a really, really close 
tight game. Maybe yeah. last possession wins. I don't know. Uh, I've I've already made my decision here. You have? Yeah. But who's going to win the game? You have made the decision. I've made my decision. I don't know about the decision. I'm not in charge of the You're decision. You're not LeBron. You're not I am doing not. No. the decision. No. Okay. Shout out to LeBron. But no. No. I've made my decision about who I believe is going to win the game. Okay. Well, we'll start the second hour with your decision. My, my personal your decision, okay. Justin McFarland's decision. Yes. And we'll talk about this offseason for the Titans. A lot of things, some dominoes are going to be falling. Yes, they it's are. It's probably going to be sooner rather than later. There's a lot of stuff out there. Mm-hmm. I don't believe most of it, <laughs> which is probably why we haven't talked about it a ton. But this is what people tend to do in the offseason. But we'll come back. Second hour of the McFarland Show coming up next here on this Thursday. Nashville Sports Radio. From ABC News, I'm Michelle Franzen. New details about the chaos that unfolded from the Southwest operations meltdown during the holidays. On the defensive from members of the Senate Commerce Committee, Southwest Airlines Chief Operating Officer Andrew Watterson apologized on behalf of the airline. He says they messed up. Watterson saying Southwest crew scheduling system is being upgraded this week to better handle stressful times. We prioritize enhancements to our crew scheduling software. We strengthen our early indicators dashboard to escalate operational issues earlier. But the head of the Southwest Pilots Union testified the airline had long failed to acknowledge warning signs and the airline has long been one storm away from meltdown. Alex Stone, EBC News. Today, House lawmakers unanimously condemned China over its spy balloon that traveled across U.S. skies, and a handful of Senate lawmakers were briefed behind closed doors about the Chinese surveillance campaign. Republicans still questioning why the Pentagon didn't shoot down the spy balloon when it entered airspace over Alaska. Democratic Senator Chris Murphy says it allowed the U.S. to gather its own intelligence. Maybe some people don't think it's valuable to collect the intelligence. Um, uh, I do. Uh, I think it uh, made sense for us to learn something about this balloon, given that it really posed no threat to the United States. More than 20,000 people have now died in Turkey and Syria from Monday's earthquake. Search and rescue teams still looking for signs of life in the rubble. ABC's Marcus Moore is in Adiaman, Turkey, and says teams from the U.S. have specialized equipment. These members, some of them from Los Angeles, are just one among the thousands of searchers and rescuers who have been working in a large swath of destruction that stretches for hundreds of miles here in Turkey. And a declaration of emergency has, emergency has been declared in 10 cities here in the country. And three days after the earthquake, there are some rural areas that have yet to be reached. You're listening to ABC News. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the Best of Rutherford County voting for Best Liquor Store and Top Wine Shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. 
Station, City Slickers, also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Call now at 615-844-5600. Oh, righty then. Now the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Darren and Justin here, Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. You can watch us every day, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. 615-844-5600 is how you can get in touch with us. Beautiful day here in Middle Tennessee. Absolutely gorgeous day. It really is. Hope you're enjoying it. Sun is out. Temps are great. Beautiful day to be outside. But we're inside. It's okay. It's cool. Yeah, that's fine. So you have your selection. I do. Okay. What you got? For the Super Bowl, who do I think is going to win? Darren has been going back and forth. I, on the other hand, have seen all the evidence, and I believe I've made my decision. I believe that it's going to be your Kansas City Chiefs who are going to be world champions at the end of the clock coming up here on uh, Sunday evening from Glendale, Arizona. Um, I'm making that decision based on a few things. Um, I have said on these airwaves before that I believe Patrick Mahomes is the kind of talent that is going to win multiple Super Bowls. He's already won one. He is now in his third Super Bowl. I believe this one is the W for him. Also, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs have been extremely tested in their playoff games. The Philadelphia Eagles have not. Now, there's two schools of thought there. Either the Eagles are really good and that's why no one's tested them, or it's because the teams they played weren't really all that good. The Giants were a good team. They were a wild-card team, but the Giants didn't have the talent that the Eagles had. And then they played the the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers ended up with one hand tied behind their back, and the other hand they had was in a cast. Um, they, they just couldn't do anything offensively, so the Eagles cakewalked to that particular victory there. They just haven't been tested. So let's figure out what happens when the Kansas City Chiefs go out there and actually put it to them here, and if they can answer the bell. Here's the other thing. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to put up points, it would seem. They've done so thus far. I'm curious what can happen to the Philadelphia Eagles if they get down a couple of touchdowns, if they get down 21-7, to if they get down, you know, 24 to, to 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 10 here, you know, in the in the first half. I I don't know if they're getting back up off the mat. I really don't. I, I believe the uh, Chiefs are the more experienced team here in this particular moment. I believe they win another championship for Patrick Mahomes. I'm going with Big Red 
Andy Reid and the Kansas mm. City Chiefs. Wow. Okay. I'm going to wait for my selection tomorrow. Okay. okay. Fair we'll enough. Some, we'll have some prop bets to throw out there as well. Okay. We'll have a little fun with that tomorrow to wrap up the week going into the Super Bowl. Speaking of prop bets, there's a couple, and I'll if you don't hear it today, I'll make sure to put it out there again tomorrow. These are a couple that I've been looking at that I really, really like. That, remember, there's basically props for just about anything. Okay. We could probably do a whole sh- two-hour show on the prop bets that are out there. I mean, you can That's bet scary. on – Yeah, no, it's it's pretty amazing. <laughs> but there is a prop bet on who will call the first time out of the game huh. that I'm going to bet. You're going to bet on who's going to call the first time out of the game. I am. Hmm. I would pick Kansas City. There. Okay. Why, why would you pick Kansas City? I would pick Kansas City because I believe – well, a couple of things. I, I believe Patrick Mahomes at, at some point will <laughs> will look at something in the defense, not like it, and not change play and said just call a timeout. Uh, you know, because he that's something he does. It seems like a couple of times a game anyway. Um, so I just feel like he'll he'll look at it, he'll decide I don't want this, and 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 call a timeout. He does it all the time. I, I believe it's part of their coaching. I believe there's scenarios where they go, okay, if they do this. Don't even check. Just call a timeout. We'll reset. Um, I I think the Chiefs will call the timeout first. That's my personal okay, opinion. That's interesting that you uh, that you would go with Kansas City. You have a little reasoning behind it. Okay. I too am going to bet Kansas City to take the first timeout. Why? Because this season they did it in fifteen of their nineteen games this year. That's, <laughs> that's including the playoffs. They have called the first time out of a game. Now, do you know if they called it on offense or defense? Doesn't matter. Okay. The prop bet is who will call the first time out. So it doesn't matter. What okay. team will call the first time out okay. of the game? Kansas City did that 15 of 19 times. Yeah. Okay. Philadelphia also played 19 games, including the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And they called the first time out seven times. Hmm. So maybe it's just a matter of. Andy Reid's not afraid to call a timeout. Maybe Sirianni's likes to save his. You know, some coaches like to save timeouts. Some coaches yeah. burn timeouts. But Philadelphia only called the first timeout seven of their 19 games this year. Meanwhile, Kansas City, first timeout in 15 of their 19 games this year. See, it strikes me that Philadelphia comes to the line of scrimmage and they kind of know what they're going to do. Either they're going to do A or they're going to do B. Like, there is no C. They do this, we're going to do that. Like they, They're very sure of themselves about what they're going to do. The Chiefs seem way more analytical. And when they come. If you just look at Patrick McCombs, just read the body language. He's looking back and forth. They're reading a lot. And if they don't like it, they'll call a timeout. Yeah, and also, I mean, probably a factor in this is Philadelphia was in control a lot. You know, yeah, that's true, season. too. You know, I mean, they were. I mean, that and that does affect, you know, when you would call a timeout. So if you're in control, you're maybe less – you know, inclined to call a timeout. Yeah. If you're feeling good about where this is going, you yeah. like the matchup. Let and it go. Like, let them roll. In control. Yeah. You know, nah, let them go. We don't. We don't really need to to call a timeout. So that that is one, and I, I'm I'm going to go with Kansas City. I'm okay. Gonna, and that would be fun. It's just a, it's a fun it prop. Bet. Yeah. It's a fun prop bet. Here's another one. Okay. There's also this a touchdown on the first the opening uh, the. Uh, on the opening drive, so the first possession. Uh, 
resulting in a touchdown. Okay. So this is Super Bowl what? 57. 57, right? This is. So that's 57. This will be, there's been 56 56 years. 56 other games, yes. Opening drives, Mm -hmm. right? You can bet on, will the first possession of the game lead to a touchdown? Of those 56 times, how many times has the first possession resulted in a touchdown? Not often. Uh, Because I'm trying to think back on just the ones I know of, and I'm going to guess less than ten. I'm going to guess, you know, maybe maybe five or six. Okay, so you would obviously not. You would bet no touchdown. I would bet no touchdown. Clearly in the camp of no touchdown. People get hyped up. The adrenaline is flying. I've seen a lot of overthrows on the opening drive. It just doesn't normally boom, boom, boom touchdown. Well, we are uh, in sync on our on our thinking. <laughs> I too am going with a no touchdown on the first possession. Now, your odds are not going to be better. You're going to get better odds, obviously, if you go with the touchdown. Yeah, you'll get lesser odds, but still, it is the much safer play if you have tracked history. Yeah, fifty-six games. Yeah, opening drives in Super Bowls. Yeah, it has led to a touchdown four times. There we go. See, I say five or six. So yeah, I, right, I, I was right in there. It. Yeah, you're all over it. Yeah, it's 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 too much. The moment is so big, leading up to kickoff. That most teams don't have it together right out the gate. They just don't. So it leads to jitters and jumps and it just you know drive killers. Well, it also leads to a feeling out purpose. You know, there's a, there's a process yeah. of filling each yeah. other out. Right, yeah. it's a little bit of a boxing match. The first round. You're kind of, you know, a lot of times you've seen that in the past, right? If you're yeah. a boxing fan, uh, first round, you're probably filling each other out some. Yeah. In a little, it may not be the most exciting round because they're just kind of sizing each other up. Yeah. Now, now one of those four times that went back for a touchdown was the Devin Hester return. I, it's, it, am I right? Does that count? I don't have the... The list? The, yeah, the four I'm I'm the curious to know would the Devin Hester return be a count because that's a possession i guess uh as a touchdown so that that's well on the opening yeah, it's opening drive well the, they're labeling it that an opening the opening drive okay not possession so i don't know so maybe yeah not. i don't know that's, that's a good a, yeah. so he returned it for a touchdown the opening kickoff the opening kickoff for the colts bears super bowl oh six yeah down in miami yes he took the opening in drive the back for yeah huh you don't remember this apparently not no i i came home like I, I no, I, I didn't oh, stay. I was okay. down there the whole week, and I was like, I got to get out of here. Okay, I went home. Okay, yes, opening. Yeah, I watched kick- it, but I, I, I don't, I don't remember that. I, I know we've talked about this. I think he belongs in the Hall of Fame. I do as well. I, you he, know, he was a Hall of Fame returner. I, I, period. I believe that as well. It is a position. It's a position he got paid well for, and it's a position they shouldn't overlook and be like, ah, you know, it's not much important. No, no, it's. It is important. He changed games. He won games. He was probably the best to ever do it. I think he belongs in. I would agree. But I didn't remember him cha- he, him uh, returning the opening kickoff for a touchdown. It's you know it's one of those things that you know it was always you know one of those things that that happened very suddenly. Um, and so a lot of people were probably still in the you know. Not you know they were still just kind of getting themselves set uh, for what they thought was going to be. Oh, you know the the game will start in a minute. You know you've been watching so much pregame that you don't realize 
you know, that it's about to happen. Uh, as I slide during my phone and show him the play, uh, you'll be able to see the flashbulbs going off. But Devin Hester uh, took it all the way back there uh, against the Colts uh, for the uh, opening touchdown there for the Super Bowl. Now, it was also the only touchdown and only points the Bears scored all game. Uh, the rest of the game was a shutout. Um, but I just wonder if that counts as a possession. That's what I meant. You know, that's that's a moment when the adrenaline is flying so much that it actually benefited, I think, uh, <laughs> the Bears in that case. In that case, it was Devin Esther who, uh, who had the benefit there. So Made it look pretty easy. Yeah. To be honest. <laughs> Made it look pretty easy. Yeah. Was that was that Vanderjet that was kicking off? Uh I don't know. That that attempted the the dive. That's one thing I will admit, and I know you probably haven't a chance. Maybe you will this weekend. The bullies of Baltimore. Yeah, I've not had. You know, watching yet. that. Uh, you know, the blocked field goal return for a touchdown. Yeah. I I've gotten to know Al Greco over the years. Uh, I you know I I love Al. Yeah. Pops to Al. Man, it makes me mad when I watch that back. I realize he <laughs> totally gator harmed. He just like he actually ran away from him. He's like didn't even didn't even make an attempt. Mm. I mean, alligator arms. It looked like somebody at a work function, and the bill gets sli- you know slid in the middle of the table. And you know, there's that one there's that one person always has got alligator arms, right? Like they're oh, yeah. just looking for somebody else. Oh yeah, to pick up the tab. Like please, he had please. major gator arms. I mean, didn't want any part of that play. None. Yeah, it kind of made me mad. Yeah, or actually, it made me mad a lot. <laughs> I'm like Al, really? Like, dude, this is this. You're not even going to make an attempt to tackle him. Like, this is kind of changing the whole, you know, complexion of the game. You would think, you know, but no, no, you you don't want any part of tackling him. Apparently, you know, apparently he thought, you know, we'll try it again next time. Okay, well, there wasn't a next time. Oh, I think that was it for him. Mm. Maybe that was it. Maybe he's like, yeah, I, I think I'm piecing out. My career, so yeah, I'm not going to get hurt here on this play. You know, out here, you know, no, no, no loyalty out here right now. I'm out. I'm good. All right, we'll come back. Well, let's talk a little bit about this this off season. We we had Steve Lehman on yesterday. We we've talked already uh, a lot on, but you know, like big picture, things are going to start happening here soon. We're getting to that. You know, like after the Super Bowl is over, man, it's going to start getting it's going to get crazy. The NFL Mm -hmm. off season is going to be in full swing. And the next thing you know, it's going to be free agency, and who knows? March 15th. You know, what's going to happen? So it'll be, yeah, we'll be about a month away mm-hmm. from free agency, but the Titans have a lot of decisions to make, and I mean a lot. Rand Carthon is coming into, I don't want to say a mess, but he, it's pretty close, right? Yeah. There's a lot to clean up. Yeah. So we'll get into all that and more on the other side. As you listen to the McFarland Show, WNSR. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. 
I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. And they're designed by real language teachers, so you learn how to have real-world conversations, things you'll actually use. It's incredible. After using Babbel, I'm ready to start having real conversations in French. There's all kinds of ways to learn. Use Babbel's podcasts or games or videos. You can even join live classes with a language teacher. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Évidemment. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now. 800-785-9132. That's 800 800- 785-9132 US Tax Shield 800-785-9132 Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back We start with a three cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal both served with Texas toast and a medium drink But hurry they're only around for a limited time Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. Coming off his second straight SEC win, this one at the bank. Clark Lee, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, this is my favorite time of the week to be with you guys, so I'm happy to be here. <laughs> if you think that's not going to be on a promo, Clark, you are sadly mistaken, <laughs> Clark, sir. you just made the haters so furious, so thank you very much. <laughs> the Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs> Call the McFarland Show now at 615-844-5600 and join the discussion of ideas. Well, the NBA trade deadline. That's all, folks. Rewind. See you tomorrow. tomorrow. Trade deadline in the NBA, not boring today. Not boring yesterday. Lots of activity. Now the Memphis Grizzlies have jumped into the fold. Okay. And they have made a trade with the Toronto Raptors. What did they give and what did they get? They got OG Anuna uh, no, I'm sorry, I don't know. OG Anunabi. Anunabi. Sorry. Anunabi, we can find Anunabi, out. But Anunabi. I, 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 I was trying to find it, but I couldn't A-O-G find it. OG Anunabi. I'm not going to pretend to know. He played at Indiana. I do remember him in okay. college, but I don't. I didn't call his game, so I didn't learn the proper pronunciation of sure. his last name. Sure. Anunabi is, has been shipped to. He's a 
He's a six seven forward. All right. Okay. Good player. Okay. The Grizzlies. Yeah. Have sent Dylan Brooks. Mercy. To Toronto and a future first round pick and four second round picks. Jeez. What? What? what hold on. Four second what? round picks. A first round pick, a future first round hold, pick. Hold up. And Dylan Brooks. Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. The Grizzlies traded Dylan Brooks a first round and four second round picks. Is that what Correct. you said? Yes, you heard. My mic is on. Yep, you heard it. And in return, they're getting one player. Yes. Yes, that's correct. OG Ananabi, if I'm saying it right. The, I, I, I mean. I mean, he is averaging 17 points a game this season. He's had a really good season. I'm sorry. Was scoring the Grizzlies issue? <laughs> I wasn't aware the scoring was the issue for the Grizzlies. I need to check that out. Was scoring the I need, I'm going to Google that up. I don't know if scoring was the issue for the, for the Grizzlies. Let's see. Scoring, scoring. No, it, it says here the Grizzlies score plenty of points. He's basically averaged about 17 points a game the last three seasons. I mean, look, Dylan okay. Brooks is a potster. I was going to say something else, but that's probably not a good idea. Let's go with potster. So we're going to fix the culture here. I don't know. I I, I don't know because you know. They, listen, they they do have a stigma attached to them. Do they I, not? I I like the Memphis Grizzlies a lot, and I appreciate um, you know members of their organization coming on the show here. And I'm I'm a fan. Okay, I'm watching. I'm a fan. I hope they do incredibly well. But there there's stuff swirling around them now. Yeah. all the time. Yeah, uh, and it's not all positive either. And, oh, and John Morant, their star too, is is in. There, I mean, which it is. We know it he's is what it is. It is what it is now. And I hope they win every game they play, but it is what it is with them. Yeah. So if they're trying to fix the culture or trying to, you know, get some things out of town a little bit, you know, by making this move and maybe bringing in a I, – I don't know. But that, that could be it. I didn't say that they were, but you'd have to admit Dylan Brooks is in the middle of everything. True? Yeah. Yeah, wasn't Dylan Brooks the, the start of the Shannon Sharp yes. incident yes. in Los Angeles? <laughs> yes, yes. Incident, yes. yes. I mean, so yeah, getting him. I mean, and I'm not saying that's the reason they did it. Clearly, this guy's really good. They gave up a first round pick and four second round picks and Dylan Brooks for him. That's that's a lot. Well, but they, maybe I guess uh, what you're did we say earlier. Yeah, they looked around and said, "Well, everybody else is doing stuff. We better get better." Well, in Memphis's defense, I wouldn't think their first round pick is going to be very good for the foreseeable future, anyway. It's not Correct. like that first-round pick is going to be a lottery pick Correct. anytime soon. And, oh, by the way, they're in a slump right now, right? They're in they a are. pretty big hole. I mean, I mean, not a big hole. They, they are not no, playing well. they're in a well. slump, though. They're yeah. in a bad yeah. patch right yeah, they now. Are. They and are. it's not been they've lost two out of three. No, no, no. no. Oh, no, no, no. No, it's no, like no, 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 eight no, 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 of nine. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's bad. It's not good. Uh, let's go to Tony in Nolensville. Tony. Tony, what's up? Good afternoon, guys. Good afternoon. Um... I'm going to tell you who's gotten better. Who? A team over there on West End. On West End. Vanderbilt Commodore. Vanderbilt, yes. They are on West End, yes. The black and gold, yes. Yes. The black and gold. They have gotten a lot better in the last, I'm going to say, two weeks to three weeks. Good oh, I thought you were going to say in like 12 hours. But say, well, the last 24 <laughs> the hours last, especially has been good. The last, yeah, 24 they, hours has been good. <laughs> 
No, I was, we have seen them pick up their intensity. They, I tell you what they brought to the table last night. They wanted the game more than UT. I thought they were hungrier. I thought they played with more aggressiveness. And I just thought, I just see this team starting to come together a little bit. I know, I mean, we're not looking for them to go all the way to the NCAAs. It'd be great if they could get there. But uh, I, I, I see, I still see three wins at least. Maybe more would be great in the SEC. But uh, the way they played last night, the way they played last couple of weeks, I just uh, since the Alabama debacle and the benching of Lawrence, I think they've so, uh, some people have been woke up over there, and I, all of a sudden they're playing uh, with some aggressiveness. And I tell you. Liam Robbins is playing with some aggressiveness. Y'all agree with that one? Yeah. Oh yeah, boy. Oh, yeah. Well, what I was say that's that's always been right. I mean, that's not he looks like a man out there right now. Yeah. Yeah. He does. Well, Did isn't it interesting he, that Lawrence is the? You know, it's interesting that you brought that up and who had the game winner last night. Right. Who also was the same guy who let a in a ball going out of bounds go through his hands that was saved to him, and. uh that was so some uh I'm glad to see him come back and make the shot that he did. But uh Tennessee obviously squandered some opportunities to win the game. Uh make a make and, a free uh, throw. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh pulling it back out when he should have took it to the hoop. Yep. Yep. Uh so all of them learning experiences. But uh being a Vandy fan, the Vandy Nation's gotta be proud and happy. We'll beat on our chest a little bit today and uh, and all that good stuff. Y'all, I saw this stat last night. It was really – I didn't know it. I knew a little bit of it, but not – since 1968, mm-hmm. Tennessee has come in to Vanderbilt Memorial Gym, ranked in the top ten six times, and their record is one in five. Yeah, yeah they've won – they yeah. won, uh, I think – 2019 in overtime here. That's their only win. Yeah. It's it, the game's here, right? Is that what you're talking about? The right. game's here. Yeah. Yeah. No, I saw that yeah. stat last night on uh SEC network. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I saw it and I thought that that was pretty startup. I've been to yep. I said, Well, I've been to four or five of those games anyway. But uh uh and one other thing, gonna talk a little bit on the Super Bowl mm-hmm. as we talked. This is Super Bowl week. Both teams seem to be healthy going into the game, as far as I know. I don't know if y'all know a little different. And uh, with that being said, uh, I think you're going to see some aggressive play. Mighty, uh, my personal opinion, I think you're going to see somebody try to go go big, go deep early. And if, I might be wrong on that, but I think you're going to see some some. Uh, some players going all out because, like, like I say, I just think both teams are going into the game pretty healthy as healthy as could be going into a Super Bowl, and uh, I just want to know what y'all's take on that. And if y'all talk about what's going to be the prop bets, y'all might be looking at so because there's a bunch of out out there that are crazy. Justin, one more thing, I just thought yes, of it. Seeing you on you mentioning about the Criminal Justice Center down there, Juvenile Justice Center. Yes, sir. Uh, my sister yes, sir. is the chief deputy 
uh, with uh, Lionel Matthews. Oh, you've yes, and sir. she she's been down there for about twenty something years. Yes, sir. And she she told me this move was coming, and uh, it's been it's been in discussion several times before. Yeah. And now that the stadium is taking place, all this it's really amped up. And now that they're going to be going to that new facility, mm-hmm. it's you know the way government works. I know they got their date set, but who knows if that's going to happen. But uh, that has been some insight that I had on that with her and some of the meetings and stuff of that. It's oh, yes, sir. been really crazy. Oh, yes, sir. No, no, the the judge, uh, Judge Calloway, Sheila Calloway, uh, right. said, said earlier this week that they're planning for a 2026 move-in at that new campus that they're looking at. Um, so, you know, it's, it, it's coming for sure. Uh, they got to get out of there. <laughs> Staying there is no right, longer an option. That, that's the, that's the, there's that gap between them leaving and getting there. Right. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's going to be the issue here, Tony, is them getting out of there so that the Titans can complete their Didn't move, the land. can, can get a hold of that land. I mean, because I don't see them moving into the dome with that, with that building still there. That's part of the, the footprint I would think. But, you know, we'll we'll have to see because they haven't laid out the blueprint either, Tony, for exactly where right. they've showed us. They've showed us the parking lot, but they haven't showed us the exact fit, if you understand what I'm saying, sir, <laughs> of exactly where it's going to be. So, you know, we'll see. Isn't that the way it always is, Justin? <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, I'm out of here. Talk to you later. Thanks, Tony. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Yeah, they get a little vague at times. They tend to, yeah, <laughs> they do. Uh, he brought up Vanderbilt. Yeah, they're at they're in Gainesville on Saturday. It'll be a two thirty tip. That game is going to be on SEC Network. So Florida got roughed up last night by Alabama. Wow. So they'll be reeling from that. Is um, Alabama peaking too early? You know they they, <sighs> they they're roughing up all kinds of people, and, and that's fine. You know. But you talked about the fact that Tennessee is not playing their best ball right now, which they're not. Um, but could it be possible on that same token that Alabama has hit their stride really early and could they run out of gas uh, in about six weeks when the tourney actually gets here? Or what, about five weeks? No, six weeks, yeah. About six weeks when the tourney gets here. Uh, because, you know, you can only play your best ball for so long. You can't play your best ball for four months. You know, it typically runs out of juice at some point. Yeah, I don't know if Alabama's peak. I mean, they got they got beat in the Big Twelve Challenge, and they've just responded since then. So they're just. I just think they are a, you know, they're a they're a serious threat. They're a national contender, and a young man from the Antioch area may be one of the best, maybe the best player in the country. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't even heard the story on how he ended up at Alabama. Well, you, but how did he get away from in this state? How did he not go to Kentucky? Like, how did he end up in Tuscaloosa? Maybe Nick Saban called him. Well, I, I don't know. I, I'd love to know the story <laughs> because he's a tremendous player. I mean. he Warren, whoo, man, is he fun to watch. But you, you know, to tell the truth, though, I haven't heard a lot of talk about National Player of the Year yet in college. This is normally about the time when we start talking about that. And I just haven't heard that talk. And, and, you know, if it's out there, I'm sorry, I just haven't. Maybe I'm not tuned into the right thing. But I haven't heard the chatter or the debate about National Player of the Year. And this is normally about the time when, when that kind of thing happens. So I, I'm looking for the short. He would be on the short list. I'm just wondering oh, yeah. who else 
who else is going to be on there because they try to sprinkle people around from across the country. And I'm just curious about who else would be there on the oh, national player list. Oh, the big man list. from Purdue, for sure. Edie, he's going to be on there. I mean, he's ridiculous. I mean, he's eight feet tall. So he, he is definitely on there. Um, I'm trying to look up through. Let's ah. see. There's a kid, the Wilson kid from Kansas. Yeah, he's he's good. I'm mean, wrong. He's but there's good. nobody splashing to me. Well, you got Drew like, Timmy yeah. at Gonzaga. Yeah, yeah, it's tough yeah. to splash because of the timing when they're on. You Miller. know, and it's, Brandon yeah. Miller's who I'm. I don't know why I said Warren. Yeah, yeah, but Brandon Miller's on the list to, to answer the question. Brandon Miller is okay, on the list. Okay, we'll see. And I, I think, but. Honestly, he he belongs on that list, and I believe that big the big guy, the nine footer from Purdue, is gonna. By the way, he doesn't have to jump, and he dunks it. Yeah, Edie's gonna win probably. You would think, but you know, still, I, I want to see some more debate about it here. I want to see some numbers and some stuff. Well, he's averaging twenty two points a game. It's pretty good. Thirteen rebounds a game. Mm, that, that is strong. Yeah, and he is seven foot four to be exact. <laughs> It's impressive. Let's go to Clay. Clay, you're up next. Welcome in. How are we doing today, boys? Great. Now, Justin, I'm gonna check out. I'm checking out your bio a little bit. So you're a Fox 17 guy, right? I I, I do work for that news organization. Yes, sir, I do. Okay, but you're not liking sports or anything like that over there. I, I, no, I don't work in the sports department at Fox 17. I don't. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> what, what, what happened, Clay? What happened? I, I can't. I can't come over here and talk about sports too, Clay. <laughs> I got to stay over in my lane over at Fox Seventeen, so I can't. I can't no, talk sports either. You absolutely either. can. You know? No, you you absolutely can. <laughs> Any brother of Darren is is. <laughs> Fully welcome to talk sports radio. Uh, anyway, um, maybe I approached that wrong. Way. Anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry, boy. No, at least um, you gave us some comedic relief. <laughs> I was like, well, what is he trying to say? <laughs> You're reading the bio like, you know, I've been listening to you, Justin. A lot of things don't add up. So I watch you talk about all this government stuff in the morning, and then I see you do traffic, and then I'm on this bio, and I see here. Where the hell's the sport? I don't see any sports credentials. Where's the sport? So I don't know where you get off talking to my friend Darren about sports every day for two hours because, you know. I don't see anything here that says anything about that. So I'm just calling and asking because, you know, we've been listening now for about five months, and I've just been wondering where is this coming from, where you get to get on the air and talk about sports. I mean, I just know why he called me and asked me if I want to talk about sports every day. But somehow they brought Justin out. Did they just bring him out because he was on TV? Is that why? How come they didn't call one of those other people? Oh, my gosh. I think I've just paid my Didn't pants. mean to get your dander up there. <laughs> no, no, I just, you know, I'm asking. I'm just trying, you know. <laughs> anyway, uh, Memorial Magic is back, boys. It is. It was fun. That was good. They needed that. It's, look, in all seriousness, you know, we've been talking about that response after the Alabama game. Uh, look, that's what you're looking for, right? The last two games. That's what you're looking for. Yeah, Darren, 
you know, and Justin, you know this too. Um, Do I? Are you sure? <laughs> Okay, right, I'm, playing, I'm, playing, I'm playing, I'm don't playing, I'm playing, Clay. I'm playing, Clay. I'm playing, Clay. I'm playing, Clay. I'm playing, man. <laughs> um, last Tuesday night, you know, in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and Alabama's really good. Really good. Uh, and I like NATO's terrific basketball coach. Um, I wonder if they can hold on to him. <laughs> but any, they're, anyway. They're probably wondering, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that was a dark night you know, for men's basketball on West End. Yeah. And a firestorm basically started, you know. Uh, and what impresses me is, you know, and I'll compare this to life. You get knocked down in life. That That's part of, you know, that that's part of living. That's part of, you know, going through life. People get knocked down. They either quit or they stand back up. And this team is standing back up. And specifically, uh, Tyron Lawrence. You know, here's a kid who basically I think, all this hadn't been said, and I may be wrong in my thinking when I saw him sitting on the bench. He's sitting on the end of the bench in a black T-shirt. And I'm not even sure he had a jersey on because all I saw was a T-shirt. You talking about the Alabama no. game? Yes. Yeah. No, he didn't. He, no, he wasn't playing. We, we know. Was... And here's the kid, you know, who's come back and played his rear end off and been one of the main reasons, you know, Vandy's won two games in a row. Granted, Ole Miss has had their struggles, but uh, they did pick up a big win at Georgia. But, you know, and then he hits a game winner against our state rival. And I thought about it this morning, guys. And, Darren, you know how passionate I am about men's basketball Vanderbilt. I can't remember the last time we had a buzzer beater at Memorial Gym. I really can't. It's been a while. Yeah. And, uh, you know, something like that. Imagine these kids when they hit the floor for practice today. Winning cures everything. It builds confidence. When you win a game that – Nobody probably expects you to maybe outside of, you know, the mid-state area or core Vanderbilt fans like me. I mean, it, it, it's a totally it's a totally different situation, and I'm really curious to see what this team does down the stretch. And granted, I know they're probably not going to the NCAA tournament bar, barring winning the SEC men's tournament, which is probably a stretch, but. I think postseason play is out there, and they can make something of this season. You know, the teams that play their best basketball at the end of the year, you know, especially when you go through a game like last Tuesday night, I mean, you know, that's that's called a response. I mean, these kids, I've said it all year, these kids outside of the Tuscaloosa game have played hard all year and had some tough losses. Yeah. These kids want to win. Um, and I'm just, you know, very proud as a Vanderbilt fan. It was just, you know, really an exciting night to see the energy, which I think has come back really in the crowd since beating Arkansas. The attendance has been better. And, uh, I'm just curious to see how the rest of this year plays out. Yep. Me too. Clay, thank you for the phone call. Enjoy it. This is fun. I hopefully they can keep this going.
Yes, sir. Appreciate you uh, calling in, as always. Uh, look, they, they need this. I, you know we've been talking about this. Mm-hmm. I, I've said it. Jerry Stackhouse, I believe, can coach. Yeah. Me watching him, he can coach. They play hard. I, they just have to get they have to get out of this average, right? Yeah. They're, they're yeah. average. they got to get past average. Yeah. Because in the end... This is a you know this is a, a business that's driven on wins and he's got to win at a higher rate yeah. and I I've I've said here recently I don't know what's the missing component is it you know the recruiting is it they're not getting enough good players in like what is it because when I watch them they play hard they don't quit and they have a plan they they don't have a ball roller for a coach that played 18 years in the NBA he's not a ball roller. Okay, that play last night was designed. Was designed play. Okay, that was a designed Work play to perfection for a game winner. Okay, yep. I, I've said it. Jerry Stackhouse can coach, but with that being said, they've got to get out of being mediocre. You know, mediocrity. Yeah. They've got to get out of being just mediocre. Yeah. They, they've got to get over that hump and start stringing together these type of wins. It's, it's a start. It, Confidence. No, I understand. It's yeah. a start. Look, this is the response you got to have. Yeah. After that loss to Alabama, and they've had it. Yeah. Now, can they keep it going? We'll find out Saturday because yeah. Florida's going to be mad. They got embarrassed last night, and they're going to be mad, and they're going to be at home. And so we'll see what does Vanderbilt have after this big emotional win last night against your big rival, Tennessee. Yeah. We'll see how can they respond to that. Mm-hmm. Saturday afternoon in Gainesville. We'll come back. Eric, we'll get to you first up on the other side as you listen to the McFarland Show here on this Thursday, WNSR. Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. I'm here at the Big Game Headquarters. Total Wine and More scoring huge savings on the perfect bourbon. Local craft beer. Forgetting something? Oh, yeah. Cabernet, seltzers, and so many low prices. Mm, Valentine's Day is right after. Whoa, new game plan. You got this. Total Wine can help you score the perfect bubbly, too. <sighs> Thank you. I would have been so... You sure would have. Your Big Game Headquarters. Love what you find always at the lowest price. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly. B21. Milk, eggs, 42 bucks. 
Ma'am, you okay? Need bucks? With Jackson Hewitt, don't wait weeks for the IRS to send your tax refund. Come in now for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee refund advance loan when you file your taxes. That's up to $3,500 today. Don't let high prices get you down. When every dollar matters, it matters who does your taxes. So get to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Grizz Nation. Make some big Memphis noise and don't miss your Grizzlies this Friday at 7 as they battle the Minnesota Timberwolves for their annual HBCU night celebrating Black History Month presented by Pinnacle Financial Partners. Arrive early as the first 5,000 fans will receive a Grizzlies scarf. Get hyped, get ready for a star-studded show and secure your tickets by calling 901-888-HOO or shop online at grizzlies.com. From Middle Tennessee's home for the Memphis Grizzlies, Nashville Sports Radio. It's a Bill King show. In Little League football, they play it off. You can't do it in college football, Bill. You got to come up with a bunch of computers and some BCS cockamamie scheme. My answer was yes. It's unique. Absolutely love it. I go into my garage every day and make sure there are no dust particles on those BCS computers. I do that. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Back at it on this gorgeous Thursday afternoon. Lots of stuff going on. NBA's losing their mind. They're trading everybody, anybody and everybody. Let's go to Eric in Nashville. Eric, you're up next. Welcome in. Well, Justin, I'm not going to hold it against you that you don't do sports on Fox 17. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Eric. I appreciate it. But in all seriousness, I do love Clay. I love the, the fact that he supports his program, Vanderbilt. You know, it's a shame they don't have more fans like him. And and there's friends of mine I know who have supported the program for years, and unfortunately because of some of the shenanigans and stuff going on over there, I've kind of said they'll never support their program again, some behind-the-scenes stuff, and I won't get into that, so I'll just leave it at that. It's, it's a shame, but but I, anyway, I'll save all that stuff for another day. But what I want to talk about is, not going to pick on Tony, but there are some few injuries that he had forgotten about. Well, the one thing is we still don't know about Jason Hurts, but according to reports I'm hearing from the Super Bowl, they say Patrick Mahomes is still not 100%. No, he won't. Oh, no, he's he won't not be. going to be. No. He will be. Yeah, Darius yeah, yeah. Tony is banged up, but he'll yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. But and, they, and they put Nicole Hardman, I guess it was yeah, that wide receiver on, on IR. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and they still got their receivers banged up. So if they're still like that, it could make these some trouble. But if a team could pull out, it could be Kansas City with the match of Patrick Mahomes because I think that's the way they'll have to put it out. I just think the Eagles are the more deeper team, the more talented team. I'm not saying this definitely going to happen, but usually when you have these type of matchups, and I've said it before, it would not shock me if this game turns out to be a blowout, but we'll see what happens. I'm hoping for a good Super Bowl. I will be shocked if it's a blowout. I really would. I just yeah. I don't see it unless a major piece goes down, you know, like the 49ers yeah. with, with their quarterback. You know, Purdy goes down in, in the first yeah. quarter, it was over. And if Mahomes yeah. goes down the first quarter, it's over. So I – you know, as long as that doesn't happen, uh, but yeah. you know, you may be right, Eric. I don't know. I just yeah, don't yeah, see yeah. it. These two teams match up too yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They got too many. You know, they got two dynamic quarterbacks, uh, especially Mahomes. Just to get smoked, yeah. I'd be surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we could possibly see some trick plays, but we'll wait and see. But I think it boils down to 
which offensive line can control the other team's defensive line? Because I think that's well, where Philadelphia's got game. the better offensive line. We know yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just going to depend on who, who can win the line of scrimmage. Uh, but uh, you know, I'm hoping AJ Brown has a big game. But I got a feeling that the Eagles may try and run the ball more if they can because. The thing is, so far, Jalen Hurts in the playoffs, he really hasn't had to really throw the ball. They've won the games by mainly just doing a lot of running. Yeah. Well, yeah, they've, yeah. they've led the league most of the season yeah. in rushing. Yeah. So, and, yeah. In fact, they lead the NFL in touchdowns, too. And I think yep. this is the last time this happened. Was it what, what you, was it 98? No, no, it's never happened. They, they've they've oh, had never more happened? rushing okay. touchdowns than anybody this year. No, I was just talking about. I, I thought they said the last time a Super Bowl team uh, led the NFL in rushing team went to Super Bowl. Oh, um, I, oh. I, I, th- I thought it was the Broncos in '98. Terrell Davis. I could be wrong on that. Oh no, but, I'm saying the 39 rushing touchdowns they had oh, this yeah. season is an NFL record. Yeah, yeah. No, I, you're right on that, guys. But uh, it's. I'm just real excited for uh, for it uh, because I'm going to be over a friend's house at a Super Bowl party watching the big game. So wearing my, t- my Titans jersey. Pull it for both A.J. Brown and Greg Kern, <laughs> but we'll see what happens, guys. Y'all take care. We'll talk to you soon. All right, Thank you, Eric. Eric. Appreciate it. I, 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 don't, I just don't see a blowout. I just don't. Anything can happen, but I, don't, I just don't see it. Probably not. Uh, I think Tony wants to inform us how Brandon Miller ended up in Tuscaloosa. Tony, welcome back, sir. How, uh, you got a story welcome for us? Welcome, and thank you for letting me come back in. I'm not a double dipper, but I, I uh, y'all it. were asking the question yep, yep. and uh, seemed to really want to know, and – and I'm giving only on the McFarland show. Are you going to get the scoop story? All there right. you go. Your exclusive is, radio uh, show right here. I had a, uh, some friends of mine over in Antioch. Their sons went to school with Brandon at Cane Ridge and all. But what uh, the circumstances is, his dad played at Alabama years ago for Gene Stallings. Hmm. Okay. Played and right. He played. And the way he ended up. At Alabama, the dad was he didn't he was being recruited by and this is what coming from a friend of mine by several other SEC schools and uh, when Gene Stallings came into Alabama, Bill Curry was at Alabama and left mm-hmm. to go to Kentucky mm-hmm. and when Gene Stallings came into Bama, he changed his mind, decided to go to Alabama. Chose and this is Brandon Stad. And uh, so they had ties for many years, he, even though living right here in Tennessee in Antioch, he, uh, i share this with you, when coaches would come to recruit him at his house, he'd say, let me take you upstairs and show you my room, his bedroom. Uh, roll tie he opened roll. the door up and his whole walls would yeah. be nothing but Alabama Crimson Tide stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and they knew right then – where his allegiance was and where he was probably going to sign. But that's the tie-in, okay. how he ended up at Alabama through that. And like you say, a lot of people hadn't been put out there many times. But there is uh, that's just a little uh, of the stow. And so now you, the story's been told the way I know it on the McFarland Show. Wow. So thank you for Love letting it. me no, call back in and share it with you. Appreciate it, Thank Tony. you, guys. That's why you listen to the McFarland Show, so, the Brandon Miller exclusive, right out of the birth canal, right here, <laughs> for straight from Cane Ridge yeah. to Tuscaloosa, yeah, to these airwaves, right out of the birth canal. He was going to Alabama, guaranteed. So no <laughs> other team ever had a chance. All right, we'll step away. Final time, come back, wrap up Thursday's edition next.
Golfers, tee it up at Edwin Watts Golf Shops with the new 2023 Aerojet Woods and Irons from Cobra Golf. The new Aerojet Woods are designed with a unique aerodynamic shape that delivers faster club head speeds for longer drives. And the new Aerojet Irons are made with hot face technology so every strike delivers more distance. Elevate your game by swinging into Edwin Watts Golf Shops and get custom fit on the new Cobra Woods and Irons today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, unmatched expertise, unmatched service. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call Right now, and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. At Total Wine and More, save big on what you love this month with hundreds of deals. Get up to 35% off over 100 different wines and spirits, including Cabernet, Sparkling Wine, Single Barrel Bourbon, and so much more. These savings are huge, and even better, they're on top of prices that are already the lowest in town. Deals this good don't last long, so visit Total Wine and More to find yours. Love what you find at the lowest price, only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey, Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic. Treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. The Predators make the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. You think so? Yeah, I think they'll get it. Penn? Yeah, they'll make it and probably get bounced. I don't the think they're going to. Yeah, oh, I don't think they're going to. Oh, they'll make it but lose. I feel pretty. that these well, people have. Go ahead there, rah-rah guy. Are they going to win the Stanley Cup, Greg? No, they're not. Okay, you know, so okay. Hey, what are we saying? Let me ask you. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Welcome back to the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. We didn't get to free agency and some moves, but we've got still plenty of time. Oh, yeah. Plenty of time to get to that. Mm -hmm. And we will. Yes, sir. Because I do think 
Rand Cartha. Once we get past Sunday and next week is when it'll begin, right? We'll break down everything on Monday's show, yeah. obviously. And, um, and then after that, but it's... Monday's it's gonna, the reset button. Well, Tuesday, really. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Monday yeah, will be a you. lot about what took place on Sunday. And then Tuesday is when yeah, it's where everything is going to shift. Yeah. It's over. Everybody's free and available. The free agency list is complete. You get to do anything you want then. You know, you let your imagination run wild for a little while uh, as we get ready for the combine, free agency, and all that. Um, then you could start putting together this roster, see what this roster is actually going to look like here. The deep decisions going to need to be made. Yeah, and the trade deadline in the NHL is March 3rd, so I don't mm-hmm. know what could happen. I mean, that's not far. You know, what is that? Two, a little bit over weeks. two weeks, yeah. two and a half, three weeks after the what we're talking about. So there could be a lot of stuff starting to circulate on mm-hmm. both fronts mm-hmm. in that two to three week window, which could make things really interesting for yeah. what we do. Yeah. Who knows? Especially around the Predators. Maybe not the Predators themselves, but teams around them trying well, to get better, trying to. We you saw know, that today. Push. Yeah. Tarasenko yeah. getting traded from the Blues to the Rangers. So there's a. There's a big name and a big contract mm-hmm. gone from St. Louis, but St. Louis got a pretty good haul for him. Oh, yeah. Pretty good haul.